0: But joining us now, I've just been shushed several times by Caroline. Do you want to tell them why?
1: Best day ever at work. Jared is here from Wildlife HQ and has bought Arlo, the koala. Jared, tell us about Arlo. You guys call Arlo bomb-proof because he'll pretty much sleep on anyone.
2: Yeah, pretty much. He's our little baby that um, can sleep through anything and I guess go anywhere. He's a really unique koala. Uh, he's one that can go out into the community and educate kids at schools and, yeah, teach people about conservation.
1: I noticed that you've got a rip in your shirt and I said, who nailed your shirt? What have you already been doing this morning?
2: Uh, We're a bright early start at Wildlife HQ this morning. We had five Tassie Devils to wrangle and and shift out their exhibit for some tree works. So, Every day it, it doesn't start the same. It's always something different going our way.
1: Now, you talked about you might bring in a, a Tassie devil this morning and then you were like, no, actually, I'm just going to bring in Arlo. Do Tassie devils not like early mornings?
2: Uh, I've got one particular devil. Pete should be fine to come in. So maybe next time she's one that I've hand raised and – She's cuddly, but you really can't go past Arlo. He's the favourite with everyone.
0: No, And the, the the Tassie Devils are pretty stroppy generally, aren't they? Like they're a stroppy animal, right? Yeah, they're
2: known for um, having a, a bit of an attitude. With our little hand-raised ones like to chase the zookeepers and give them a bit of grief. But my two I've got hand-raised, they, um, they're very cuddly. They climb my legs in the morning for cuddles like Arlo. <laughs> um, but they're quite protective of me, so they, they know I'm dad and they're not you know, no. keen about everyone.
0: What I love about Wildlife HQ is the story. It's, it's all straight from the heart. So maybe just briefly you could tell us how you guys took over the zoo exactly.
2: Yeah, so eight years ago we were actually a different zoo. We were down in Brisbane called uh, Alma Park Zoo. It had been there over 45 years. It was the longest running one in Brisbane. Uh, and then suddenly we found out the owner sold us for a housing development. Um, oh.
1: How long had he owned you?
2: Uh, A couple of years, but I think it it might have always been in the plans, you know, grab the zoo for the land.
1: Yeah, right. Um, And then so he just said basically, you're sold, you've got three months and and, um, I'm just selling off the animals.
2: Yeah, pretty much we were told find them homes and, um, you know, start looking for a new job and that's that. So it was devastating. It's the worst um, news you can receive in your life as a a zookeeper that all your animals are going to be shipped away or who knows what in the end. Um, so we banded together zookeepers and we took on the zoo and rebuilt here at the Big Pineapple.
1: Which is an extraordinary story. Did he, uh, just let you have the animals or did he make you buy them? How did that work?
2: Uh, you can't, so it's a bit tricky with animals. No one really owns them, you know, like koalas and bears and that sort of thing. So we just had to agree to a lot of, um, different rules, I guess, taking on the animals. And, and one sort of might've been about how much we could publicize the move in the early days. So the first couple of years we just had to move the zoo and keep quiet and, um, and you know, that's why maybe not that many people know that we moved the zoo because yeah. we had to stay quiet. That was part of the agreement. Part of the agreement. And you can't, you
0: can't just bung them all in a horse fight and bring them up either. I mean, I imagine that would have been an extensive job getting those animals to hear.
2: Yeah, it um, it's aged me an extra 10 years yes. on, yes. <laughs> on yes. what sure. I am. Um, so
0: so I... you've been running uh, Wildlife HQ in its form for how long? Uh, we've been there eight, four years now at the Big Pineapple. And now, we've got to say, Caroline, before we just go back to the, that cute little koala, is you are the uh, a finalist in the 2022 Sunshine Coast Business Awards, which is fantastic. So congratulations.
1: And last night you were on the Channel 9 show My Way, which is just a local show about uh, people doing amazing things. And that's you were really happy with the way that story came up. And people can watch that today on Encore too, can't they?
2: Yeah, that's right. It's up online on the website there. And we're really excited to have our story online for the first time like that. We've never really had the opportunity to tell it before. So I think it really showcased what the zoo is about as a family of zookeepers that have come together with our animals. And all we cared about was keeping the you know the zoo going.
1: And you thought, oh, if we break even, that'll be okay. But you've actually been a really successful zoo.
2: Yeah, in the early days, even, you know, the first five years were bumpy, just All the costs of feeding the animals and vet care and you name it, there's so much involved to keep the zoo running. But now with all the Sunshine Coast community support, um, we're really popular here with the locals and they got behind us with COVID and we couldn't be happier with where the zoo is at now.
0: Now, I'm just reading here too uh, that you guys have got two gibbons, two white-cheeked gibbons. Have a look at this, Caroline. Any chance you could bring those in?
2: yeah that's Tao and Tien, so um they might not be as cuddly yeah or they could be too cuddly and not let go so. Gibbons,
0: Gibbons are like a they got those they're like a long skinny monkey are they' a monkey are they not an ape? yeah they
2: they're are they're um, they're actually they are a small ape um, and they've got long sort of dangly arms and they swing through the treetops. That's what we need here in the studio
1: mm, We need yeah. one of them
0: so uh, next time. Something and, to look forward to. And yeah, the other thing you've it.
1: got is Marley the sun bear and she is just beautiful and that's a that's a really rare thing for people to be able to see on the Sunshine Coast.
2: Yeah, Marley, she's the only sun bear here in Queensland so she's probably the animal that's um, closest to my heart. Uh, when we first moved there, the zoo, I actually had to ride in the back of the van with Marley to get her up here. Um, she was in a crate.
1: I was going to say, <laughs> did she not kill you? No, she was in a very, very strong um, <laughs>
2: crate but... I would feed her grapes through the box and talk to her and keep her calm for the drive.
1: Because uh, that's the thing about sun bears. They're like the cuddliest thing. They're, you, like, they're the best-looking teddy bear, but they're, they're quite murderous, aren't they?
2: Yeah, those claws are about 10 centimetres long. So through the, um, the, the fence of her exhibit, we can have contact and I can brush her teeth and, you know, get up close and, and talk to Mile each day, but I'd never go in there.
0: But she doesn't mm-hmm. like you. <laughs> I mean, Not that much. You've got a you've got an amicable relationship, but she doesn't like you. I know that. Uh, now you bought in uh, a bunch of gum leaves here. Tell me about these gum leaves. This is actually uh, oh well, it's the pacifier for our little friend here, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that's right. That's his. Um, they go everywhere that Arlo goes, and that um, the gum leaves would be uh, the hardest part of my job, even today as the boss, I'm still cutting them each day and it's uh, it's
0: such a difficult job to feed the koala. They you, need... You've got a nursery of these, but it's not enough, isn't it?
2: No, we probably have 3,000 trees planted on property that we keep low and we feed to the koalas, but he eats two kilograms of that leaf a day. And 17 koalas times two kilos, it's uh, a lot. Huge,
0: there's, there's 80 types of gum trees, Caroline. How many do koalas eat?
2: He only eats about eight, so he's <laughs> so picky and you can't trick him. We've tried. <laughs> He, uh, uh, he sniffs he the leaf, does he? And then he shakes it out. And yeah, he got and, dry,
1: and that's clubbed yeah. like my dog. If I buy dog biscuits from Aldi, they're like, no. Nah. Yeah, yeah, and nah. they
0: got the good stuff. <laughs> they're like, they're worse than cats, <laughs> worse than fussy cats. Uh, so here's the problem, though, because these trees are kind of rare for gum trees. Plus, you know, the ever-expanding Australian population, car parks and houses and all that. That's 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 taken out koalas big time, isn't it? Uh, destruction of habitat, and then dogs, another big reason. Cars, all those sorts of things. We're in a bit of trouble with koala populations, aren't we?
2: Yeah, it's, um, the koala got listed as endangered finally uh, this year, which it's, uh, it's a two-side coin. It's a success to finally have them listed as the proper status they have, that they are close to, you know, being vulnerable to extinction. They're now endangered. But it also means that we're acting too late and that, you know, the koalas are disappearing too quickly.
1: The, and they are their own worst enemy, aren't they? They don't, as you say. Well, we, they, we are. Humans Yeah, are. humans are. Yeah. Definitely humans are. But they are, uh, they're not that resilient.
2: Yeah, they're not adaptable. You know, they've only got the gum leaf that they can eat. And they, um, need a lot of sp- they need a lot of trees
0: for one area, don't
2: they? Huge home ranges and they're territorial. You can only have one in a home range. So, you know, just because you have a local park at the end of your estate and you go, look, all those trees, isn't that great? They're protecting the forest. That might only sustain one koala. Yeah. And he can't get out of there to find, you know, a girlfriend. Right, yeah. right.
0: Yeah. So, so you... They need like corridors. Yeah, of, oh, we of, need to do land. so much. Yeah. We
2: need to do more than just protect the koala. We need to protect the habitat. And yeah. that still hasn't happened.
0: Yeah. And there's actually a fight. On the Steve Irwin Way right now, which is uh, very concerning too. You can look that up because that's uh, that's the Fernie Grove fight, uh, and there's koalas living in there, and they're talking about thinning out the trees. So there it is, mm. right in your own backyard, everyone. Jared, thank you for your knowledge and your passion for Austra- for, for these beautiful animals, not only Australian animals, and we really appreciate uh, you bringing in. Arlo, but I don't think you're going to get Arlo off Caroline. Arlo lives here now. Yeah, I think you're fine. (laughs) You're going away without the koala, buddy, I think.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Caroline's trying to run some sort of koala daycare centre. It's Mm -hmm. not
1: going to work, Caroline. Have you heard him sneezing? He gets little sneezes. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Well, um, I'm not sure where this is going, Jared, so you may <laughs> nice. have to wrestle Caroline. Yeah, I need security. Help <laughs> <me get him laughs> the you've, got, you've got the gum leaves for Arlo. What you're going to need is some sort of food object for Caroline <laughs> yeah. to, to, to lure her in the other direction away from Arlo. So we'll work on that during the sad break, buddy. Thank you so much. And, of course, make sure you uh, check in with Wildlife HQ. I mean, it's a great idea. It's right there near the Big Pineapple. Uh, great day for the kids or anyone visiting the Sunshine Coast.